I think less of me is more. And I think that's I think that's probably the way management now looks at this. But uh, man, it is great to be visiting with you again on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's it's great to be visiting with you, and uh, and we missed you, and I and I mean that sincerely, and uh, and I'm just glad you're back, and uh, and I'm glad you're 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 feeling better, and uh, just. Uh, Grateful it wasn't any worse, and uh, just thankful again that uh, that you're back and and doing what you do best. Well, I uh, I appreciate that, and uh, Mac, your staff, uh, right on, you know, all the SIDs and uh, between Taylor, David, and 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 then of course Jeremiah and Jovan, the whole gang uh, were incredible about checking in, and you as well. So just know I appreciate it, and uh, Mac, I would recommend you've always been a pretty athletic guy. I am going to. I'm going to embrace the Peloton era from now on. So I, <laughs> the the indoor bike. That's the direction I'm going. I I understand. I understand, and and probably a good move. So, <laughs> all right, Mac. Let's uh, let's jump in here because my goodness, it's been so long since we've talked, and and a lot of things have been happening. Um, our good friend and boy, your uh, great longtime deputy Jeremiah Dickey has uh, has uh, spread his wings and he's flown off to Boise uh, and now he's at Boise State as the athletic director I know that's uh, bittersweet because you know you guys made a, a great team but I mean that has to be I would think Mac a really cool moment when you kind of uh, mentor somebody and then you get to go see them take over uh, their own place he becomes another member of the uh, Mac Rhodes athletic director tree well, I, you know, first and foremost, I'm so happy for him and, and proud of him. And, you know, um, as you mentioned, Jeremiah and I've worked together for, for many years and, um, you know, we, we, we know his wife, um, Elizabeth, right. When we were together at Akron, it's when, when Elizabeth and him were, were dating and they, they worked in, in the department together and, uh, and their children. And, and so, um, just, uh, excited for, for them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, your, your family, your little brother, right. When they, when they do something or there's a big moment in their life, you know, you're, you're so proud of, proud of them and, and happy for them. And, and it feels very much the, the, the same way. And, um, you know, like you said, it's bittersweet, um, because, uh, certainly the, the personal relationship, uh, you're going to, you're going to miss the, the day-to-day interaction, but, uh, but you also know it's time. It's time for him to to lead his own program. Uh, Boise is extremely blessed. The community is extremely blessed that, that Jeremiah and his family are are, are going to become part of it. Right? Uh, he'll do a great job leading it. Um, and and I think you know his ability to move on and to be a, be an athletic director speaks well for for, for Baylor athletics. And um, you know Jer- Jeremiah knows and understands that. Uh, he wouldn't wouldn't have that opportunity without all the wonderful people that he that he worked with here, and uh, and we've got just unbelievable people here, great talent, and um, so uh, a great new opportunity for for Jeremiah, but but also a great new opportunity for for us as as uh, we move move forward and, and think about you know that best that best pathway forward. Did you ever? I'm trying to think back on your career. Did you ever step into one of those new jobs? And like have to make a coach hire, 
in that first week, basically, or like immediately. That's a that's an interesting uh, position that Jeremiah found himself in with uh, Boise State. Brian Harson leaving to go to Auburn and having a new hire to make. Did that? Did, have you had to kind of step into um, uh, similar things where you're like, I mean, the immediate. I know at Baylor you you had to hit the ground running like crazy. But uh, what what are some situations you've been in like that? Yeah, I, you know, probably not at the magnitude. You know, when when I was at, at Akron, and people don't know this about Akron, but you know, Division One soccer, you know, highest highest level men's soccer. It's one of the most storied program in the in the country, right? They've won a national championship, you know, and and they had lost their coach before I even took the job. So I was actually doing that search while I was still being employed at UTEP and and dealing with that. So that's probably uh, what's most similar. And, and it's really hard to navigate because, you know, you're, you're trying to transition in and who can you trust and learn the, the culture and how you do things yet. Yeah. And then you, you got this, this big hire, right. Um, on your plate and, and, and the pressure to do it. And so, um, you know, when, when Jeremiah and I talked just recently, right. You, you go back to your, your fundamentals, you go back to your core values and, and, uh, and during this period of transition, that that's that's what you rely on. And so he'll he'll do a great job of of picking the next, um, you know, the next great football coach at Boise State. All right, uh, talking to Mac Rhodes, uh, Baylor director of athletics. Mac, what do you uh, this Dave Aranda uh, situation where he felt like he needed to make some staff changes right uh, right away after that first season? Before we get into Jeff Grimes as the new. Uh, uh, the new offensive coordinator. What, did, what you know? What you've seen this have to happen. What what did you kind of? Uh, uh, what do you make of that? What did you learn about Dave through this situation? Because obviously the COVID and it wasn't the year you wanted going two and eight. But um, I guess the upside is, hey, you don't wait around. If something's not working, you might as well make some changes. How do you assess that whole situation with some? With a, with really several new offensive coaches coming in. Well, one, I'm, I'm grateful that that you know Coach Aranda's in that chair making those decisions because he's going to be really thoughtful. You know, anytime you make decisions, right, it impacts people. It impacts people's family, right, and so you you do that with with thoughtfulness and um, and care, right, and um, and I'm also grateful that you know, hey, um, it. For whatever reasons, right, and 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 I don't I don't think we can we can you know blame you know those those specific individuals, um, you know solely, right? There there was a lot of a lot of factors, right? You know, try try implementing a new new offense, right? New scheme when you don't even have you know spring ball to 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 do it, right? And and you're new and you're you're trying to form relationships, and so just so many different mitigating factors, but, um, you know, I, uh, I respect the fact that, you know, Hey, um, for a lot of different reasons, you know, we weren't, weren't as good as, as we should have been on, on the offensive side of the ball. And so, um, let's, let's face it, right. Let's, um, take it on, you know, stare it right in, right in the face and, and, and make decisions, you know, why, and, and, and then, you know, how do we, how do we get better? And so, I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that, um, you know, we felt like he felt like, you know, we needed to make those, those changes, right. That's what was best 
Um, you know, it's about what's best for the program, not, not what, what's best for, for any one individual and, uh, and decided to make, make those changes. And then what you do, right. You go, uh, you go and, and, uh, you, you move forward in, in trying to hire the, the best people. Right. Um, and so he's, he's done that. And, uh, obviously, you know, I, I completely support it. And, uh, and I think we've landed in a, in a, in a really, really good place. And as you mentioned, Matt, it, it is hard. It was hard. It's, it's hard to evaluate this year because of the COVID piece, but, but at the same time, right. I don't know that you can risk and chance, you know, not, not changing. And, uh, and so again, completely supported the change. Talking to Mac Rhodes, uh, Baylor director of athletics. Okay. This new offensive coordinator, Jeff Grimes, uh, everything I've read, he just seems like an incredible fit with Baylor, and I think it's always smart. Anybody that's ever spent any time with Lavelle Edwards, and I know he played at UTEP but also spent time early in his life out there at BYU. I mean, that's a, that's a smart thing to do. Mac, what have you been able to gather uh, about him that leads you to believe maybe you can get this offense back where it needs to be, uh, which is, you know, we – I think we all thought this was going to be an incredible uh, group of receivers this year, and they have all sorts of talent out there, and for whatever reason, man, guys like Tyquan Thornton, who were so great the year before in that uh, march to the Sugar Bowl, just didn't put up the numbers. And we can blame whoever we want to blame, but what uh, what about Grimes gets you excited and makes you think Baylor can kind of get back to where it was the previous season and other seasons? Well, I, I think you know. For those that know know uh, know Jeff, he um, he's he's a wonderful person, great person, as you mentioned, terrific fit. Um, I think he's a really good leader. Um, I, I think he's he's commanding, right? Um, proven proven track record, right? And and uh, and I think his offense has an identity, right? Um, and so, you know, all of those things I think bode well for for him, and, and, and certainly for for our football program. Uh, obviously, you know, the, the the numbers this year, you know, at BYU offensively speak for themselves, right? Um, I think third in the country in in scoring, right? Total offense seventh, um, explosive plays. You know, I think they led the the, the FBS in plays of, of thirty or more, and. And uh, I think they, you know, tied for for the lead in terms of yards per play at seven seven point eight yards per play. And so, um, again, the, the the proven track record. In, and for me, it's it's you know um, just having command right of of everything offense and this this identity that that I think that he will build. You know, from the very very start, this is who we are. This is how we're going to do it. Right. Um, and, and I think also, you know, it's, it's not about, um, it's not about with him doing more. It's, it's, we're going to, we're going to do less and we're just going to do it really dang good. And, uh, and so, um, I, I appreciate his philosophy. Obviously, obviously, uh, coach Aranda does, but, uh, excited, excited to, to turn it over to, uh, to him, uh, in his terms old, of the offense. You know, his old head coach, David Lee at UTEP compared him to another guy that used to be on that UTEP staff um, Andy Reid and uh, that, that I think there could be uh, no higher compliment in, in terms of just kind of the person but also the, the mind 
that he has. And I think sometimes we wonder, can an O-line coach, you know, can they make that transition to play calling? And it seems like so far Grimes has been able to do that. So um, I, I would say, Mac, uh, an Andy Reid comparison has to – has to um, that, that's a good thing. You know, I absolutely – I mean, if you, you think about offensive minds out there, you think about, you know, pro and college together, you know, you, you put Andy Reid certainly – um, in the top 10 and, and maybe even, even better than that. And, and, uh, you know, I talk about doing, doing less and doing it really, really well. That doesn't mean that, that we're not, that we're not innovative. Right. And, uh, and I think that's, that's also a piece of it too. Um, really, really innovative, um, has been innovative over, over his career. And, and here's the other thing that, that I, I personally like, right. It gives Sean Bell, who's who's been here right um, for four seasons, entering his fifth. Um, you know, a, a guy that played the position right. I I think Sean Bell's a, a rising star um, in in this profession, and it gives him an ability now to grow and and to coach quarterbacks. And uh, and I think that's that's another you know positive for for uh, how Coach Aranda is putting this all together. All right, and, and I do need to – I wanted to ask you, this um, This was a head-scratcher, I think, to a lot of Baylor fans. Uh, Ryan Pugh was hired to be the O-line coach, and obviously he has history with uh, with Jeff Grimes. And then a day later, uh, Dave Randa makes the announcement that they're going to go a different direction. Can you shed any light on uh, on what happened there? Yeah, I mean, because it's a personnel issue, you know, I'm going to be really sensitive and, and limited. But, uh, you know, we we obviously when when you hire, you know, and make a hire, you 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 do a, an extreme amount of, of due diligence. Uh, we do, including professional background check, um, and uh, and and not just background check, but but phone calls, conversations, all of those things, and. Um, you know, after we we'd done all of that, and after we announced the the hire, there was just uh, you know some things where we just felt like we needed to go in a in a different direction, and, uh, and that's probably the 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 best way that uh, that I that I can explain it. Okay, yeah, and uh, and obviously we'll see where uh, he goes from there, and then got the uh, the receivers coach out of uh, well the former Clemson wide receivers, so. It's always kind of exciting. It does seem like Dave turns to some of these, uh, some of the best programs in the country to bring in staff, and I think that uh, is always a pretty exciting deal. Talking to Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics. Uh, Mac, what have you? Um, what can you tell us about the Baylor uh, women's program? That uh, six-ranked program has uh, has pushed pause. We know that now the uh, obviously the Connecticut game is off. We're excited about that one. It's supposed to be tonight. And then that next one, Kansas State has really had some trouble. They've, they've uh, uh, postponed a number of games. So I believe that next game is off. Um, 13th, I think, was going to be the, the next time Baylor could play. But now Kim is coming back, if I understand the timeline, on the 15th. We believe she'll be okay and recovered from uh, testing positive for COVID. What can you tell us about kind of where the women's program is and when we can, when you hope that they can get rolling again? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. And, uh, you know, we're still working through, um, you know, the, the contract tracing piece of this, right. You know, we certainly believe it's, it's impacted some coaches and, and some student athletes. And so, 
we we don't have you know the finality of it of it yet as as we you know continue to kind of work through that but um hopefully it it doesn't extend beyond the the, the Kansas State game but um you know we're going to be careful we're going to do our due diligence right we're going to make sure again everybody's safe and and we're prepared to play um i wish i could give you a better answer but that's that's candidly where we where we're at today and um you know um I hate it. I hate, you know, the cancellation. You know, I was talking about this yesterday, the cancellation of the of the UConn game tonight. Um, I hate it for, first and foremost, our student-athletes, right, for, for our Baylor family, and, and really for just women's basketball. Um, obviously a highly, highly anticipated game nationally, and uh, I thought just really, really good for women's basketball. And it's a it's a very similar similar position to, to the men's game that was – that was canceled against um, against Gonzaga, and um, I guess if there's a silver lining and, and there's some positive news, right? It's, it's the fact that uh, that Baylor, both its men's and women's program, um, you know, are are at a place where um, they were going to compete in some games that were were actually national spotlight games, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get it back on track, and. Um, you know, it's it's what we're living with in terms of COVID, and uh, we'll get it back on track, and we'll look forward to uh, a great remainder of the season for both for both programs. Maybe we just shouldn't announce them. Have you thought about that? Maybe like <laughs> <laughs> they just, it yeah. just happens one day. It just kind of surprises everybody. Oh my gosh, Gonzaga and Baylor are on TV. <laughs> Yeah. Might be might be wise for for us to do that so. <laughs> at this point. At this point, I I get it. Um, anything uh, anything new following your uh, your hearing with the NCAA? Any timetable on that? My gosh, that thing has uh, I know hung over you for years now. Uh, any uh, do you get any indication? I know you can't say much about it. I know I remember the statement. You felt good about uh, everybody. Seemed to feel good about the back and forth and, and what y'all said, where, where are we in the timeline with that? Or do you have any, can you shed any light on that for us? You know, I, I really can't, you know, I, I would just say, you know, if you followed other cases, right after, mm-hmm. after the, the hearing, right. It's, it's usually, you know, a, a couple months, um, you know, we're, we're assuming, you know, probably same, same timeline, you know, You've got to factor in, obviously, for us, holidays um, that, that, you know, we went through, obviously, in December. And then, you know, COVID's had an impact on, on everybody, including, including the NCA and, and, uh, and, and the staff um, there. And so, you know, how does that impact it? So um, traditionally, that's what, you, you, that's what you've seen with, with other cases. And um, so, you know, I, I think we use that as a, maybe a guide, but, but not, you know, necessarily any, anything firm. All right. Uh, talking to Mac Rhodes, Baylor director of athletics. The last thing I had for you and uh, boy, appreciate it. So much fun to get to talk to you again. Uh, Charlie Brewer, uh, who's been such a uh, unbelievable leader uh, for this program, you know, made that decision to uh, transfer to Utah I mean, that's, I know that's got to be an odd feeling. You, you, you feel good for him because he gave so much to our school. Uh, but then he's going to go try to help, you know, somebody else. What do you, you know, this whole transfer, the portal, that's changed and evolved 
over the time you've been in athletics, and uh, for better or worse, however you know people can look at it either way. What were your, uh, what was kind of your gut reaction to uh, to seeing that news? A guy that had been uh, uh, pretty, uh, you know, a huge part of the big turnaround that y'all had in football. Yeah, I, I thought you know one, um, if you were going to part ways. Um, I, I, I appreciated the the way we we did it with with Charlie and um, you know for me that was personal. I, I love Charlie Brewer. Um, he's a he's a quality young man. He's endured a lot. Uh, he's he's given a lot, right? And I think he would he would also tell you that that Baylor's given him a lot. He's got a wonderful family. Love his family. Um, you know, every time he went on the field, he he gave it gave it his all, and so. Um, you know, it was one of those those bittersweet moments, and uh, and I think it, it was also something that that was good for Charlie um, to to probably you know sometimes it's just time to to, to move on, and so I, I think it was really good for Charlie to to be able to do that, and it was probably good for us um, just you know in that quarterback room, and we got a lot of talent there, and, and giving some some other guys maybe some some opportunity, but. Um, there's there's no bigger fan of of Charlie Brewer. He's a he's a he's a terrific young man, and and uh, you know I I hope that uh, he's got great success at at, at Utah, and, and and again wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, well I uh, I I agree with you, and you know I wish our our fandom wouldn't get so caught up. You know, occasionally there are people on social media, uh, Mac. You do a good job of staying off Twitter as much as you can. But that say, you know, they're going to say awful things or whatever, and then people respond to them. And I think our best thing to do would be, you know, I would say 98% of our fan base is hugely appreciative and loves that kid. And I, I think we, we would be better off not responding to the 1% or 2% who wake up in the morning and feel like they need to take shots at 17, 18-year-old kids. But anyway, Mac, that's just my <laughs> – my final editorial comments there, but uh, I, uh, I I hope I think as he gets older and everything, I, I think they'll look back and 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 love their Baylor experience. Yeah, I, and, and I do too. And you know, I, I think about the year before, right, in the Sugar Bowl run and 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 CFP ranking of fifth or sixth going into, you know, going into the Sugar Bowl. I mean, we're we're not playing in the Sugar Bowl without Charlie Brewer, and um, and again, just laid his laid his body on on the line and and gave it everything that that he could uh, every game and and so um and obviously from my chair right in 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 being here in the athletic department and, and forming a relationship and and knowing who he is and and how he's built right um just a, a special young man and and as i as i mentioned just wished him the very very best all right. Well, Mac, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, you're so always so generous with your time. And uh, it was great to great to catch up with you. Appreciate you. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Well, appreciate you, Matt. And again, so glad that you're you're feeling better and that you're back um, and, and doing what you're doing. You're you're one of the best. So thank you.